0: Review, Directed by Matt Reeds and starring Robert Pattinson as the Batman. Welcome back to another episode of Geeking Around. I'm Lewis Michael. If this is your false time to one of my videos, we always do. The false part is always um spoiler free. So if you haven't watched the Batman yet, you're good. And when we get to the second part of the video, that's when I do go in through... Go through Spoilers and um, Get more in depth and Details and stuff over it But make sure you like and subscribe And let's get into the Review the Batman Movie review Beer is a tool when that light Hits the sky it's not A calling It's a warning Robert Pattinson Warns the thugs of Gotham as he puts on the Iconic cape and The hard hardballed Neon near Neon near the wall inspiring the Batman directed and co-written by Matt Reeds with cinematography by Greg Fraser. The film is set in year two as Batman is hunting down the hunting down the riddle a serial killer who preys on the city's elite and exposes the corruption of Gotham. The film is being praised for the Performance, cinematography, art direction, action sequences, and stories, which are rightly dissolved, have evolved, the audience may feel a little underwhelmed with this new *Cape Crusaders film. The Batman started as Ben Affleck's standalone Dark Knight movie, with Deathstroke as the main villain. Matt Reeds was brought on board to help Affleck with the movie so he could focus more on the characters, with Zack Snyder's stepping down and the troubled production of Justice League movie, the actor stepped down as well, giving Reeds the freedom to create his movie. The director enlisted the helps of screenwriter Peter Gray to fresh out a new Batman story. Once again, the casting choice of a comic book character proved the naysayers wrong. Robert Patterson, Batman's a broken soul, who both crippled and compelled by his unresolved pain. Unfortunately, his Bruce Wayne is nowhere the charismatic Playboy we, we are used to, despite it being year two. Paul Daniels does very well as the range riddle there was times i loved his zodiac conspire riddle then there were times i felt it was too much jim carrey's riddle each actor and actress gives top tier performance especially zoe's kravis and jeffrey wrights assuming this would be the superhero version of seven was perhaps which was thinking the villain is steadily making a statement by muttering the elite and does appear to reign 90% of the time, but those are the only similarities. One could appreciate the mayhem the riddle brought to this mystery, but his presence could have a greater impact on the false viewing if it had been utterly unexpected. His presence as a mysterious figure of justice in the 20- false century provides a terrific backdrop to Batman's ongoing effects to reduce crime in Gotham. But expecting him to be the major attraction of this psych- the psychotic city is where the story runs into issues. The grim, gritty setting that Rydon and director Matt reads have built for his journey into the world of Gotham. Relies heavily on the atmospheric styles of the cinematography, production design, film score created by Greg Fraser, James Chin-Lung, Michael Giacchino, Fraser pits light sources against the shadows that imprison the war's edges, where darkness and light coexists, and one is frequently absorbed by the other, The pulsing music of Giacchino's score provides eeriness to the film's scariest moments. The narrow and claustrophobic bleak design of Gotham could be a callback to Gotham video games, one of the inspirations for Ben Affleck's Batman films. Arkham video games are not the only works the director was influenced by, the Batman is inspired by the works of David Fincher in the 70s neo-noir films like Dirty Harry and Glute. Batman: The Long Halloween and Batman Year One comics are used as Bible references for the story by the writing team of Matt Reeds and Peter Gregg. The story is the product of taking two Batman comics with different plots and themes and mix them together to create a so-called original story. The pacing of the story suffers from this, which caused parts of the film to be slow and directionless. Despite the fact that the Batman was based on the comic Batman Year One, Matt Reids and Peter Gregg chose to set the film in year two of Batman's crime fighting career. There's an odd choice seeing how Batman was still making rookies a mistake, though by the end we got the Batman we all know and love. However, it, it doesn't fix the Bruce Wayne persona and his relationship with Alfred. Batman should have already been start laying out the Playboy persona by the beginning of the film and an emotion scene with Alfred towards the end of the film should have already happened before the film timeline. Setting it in year one would fix these problems. However, the Ritalon may be too much of a primetime villain for year one Batman. The Batman isn't the disappointment it would have been if not for the excellent cinematography, Arkham inspired design, eerie soundtrack, and an end symbol of the talented cast and crew okay so this is a part where we go into more um spoilers and more details into it so if you you don't want to get spoiled and haven't seen the movie yet uh, make sure you like and subscribe and we see you next time make sure you you check out the links in the subscription Um, there's links to geek around network uh, the website where you can find more videos and articles and news and a whole bunch of other stuff um also check out my um star wars comic kira a star wars story the link is in the subscription and if you ever wanted to make your own youtube channel or podcast there's my gear list which sh- has a list of all the equipment i use to make these videos as well as stuff i use for my comic book, but, but yeah, so I really like um, the Batman. I think Matt Reeves did a really good job with this. I am a huge Snyder, Ben Affleck fan, so even if we don't ever get anything from the Snyder films and we don't see Ben Affleck as the Batman again, and this is the direction they want to go, that's cool. I mean, I don't mind. I mean, I really love to see. You know Ben Affleck's Batman again, but I'm I'm okay with the direction they might go with this. now I love the opening to the Batman. The fear is a tool. Let me see if I can. Yeah, I love the opening and the. It's so cool. I, I, I recite it here real quick. The city streaks are crowded for the holiday. Even with the rain, hidden in the chaos is an element, waiting to strike like a snake. But I'm there too, watching. Two years of nights have torn me into an eternal animal. I must choose my target carefully, it's a big city, I can't be everywhere. We have a signal now, for when I am needed. Fear is a tool, but when that light hits the sky, it's not just a call, it's a warning to them. think i'm hiding in the shadows but i am the shadows (laughs) i i really loved that opening scene and like that guy who robbed the store he looking down in that dark alleyway expecting batman to come out from the shadows it just was so awesome really helped set the tone for the rest of the movie i was very disappointed though that that was basically all the force ovals that we got the narrative because um, most of those old detective no wall um films they had four over throughout the whole movie and not just at the very beginning then we got a little bit at the very end which we would get back to that in a second here i thought the tone of the movie overall and in the, and the grittiness and a, i don't feel like it was much more dark on than what we have seen before i mean i feel like um really ben affleck's batman was much more dark on i mean mean, maybe more of just a violent and brutal but i don't know i just don't feel like it was the darkest batman and i mean i think they played it too safe i wanted to even go more into that dark but yeah i think robert patterson batman was perfect i think his batman was absolutely paw fake and um I do have some issues with his Bruce Wayne which is not on him it's not that he acted bad as Bruce Wayne I mean his acting throughout the whole movie was great it's just more on Matt Reed's and Peter Gregg's you know how they wrote Bruce Wayne into it so I don't really blame Robert Pattinson um for it but yeah he proved all the naysayers and I'm still arguing with people on the internet, like, guys, this is not Twilight Boy anymore. This is Batman, and he proved himself. So, yeah, so shut up about all that crap. If you still think he's not good, then I don't know what to tell you, because even though I don't think this was an, you know, an epic masterpiece and 10 out of 10 movie, and I don't think it's the best Batman movie or the best superhero movie, I still think Robert Pattinson did a great job as the Batman. And I think we will get to see more of the Bruce Wayne later on. we we'll talk about a little, that a little bit more towards the end there. Um, um, Zoe Kravitz as Catwoman. I think she did great. I know a lot of the movie critics are going to gush over Hong because she's a black female. You know, they just going to... Like Sandeas, they're just gonna, for some reason, you know, focus on her act, her acting, and they did fine. I mean, I think Zoe Kravitz did a better job than what Zendayas ever did in any, any movie I've seen her in. Not that she did bad, she, she's good. I mean, if you want to know more about Zendayas, check out my Doom review, or my Spider-Man review. I think Jeffrey Wright was a great Commissioner gordon this goes kind of back to what i said in a previous podcast episode of the podcast where i said that you know this is one of those general swaps that people are not going to hate because how great jeffrey wright is as an actor and i think he act as um gordon perfectly i do think though that they should have made him a little bit more smart like him and batman going over the riddles and stuff and trying to solve the puzzles and is that like he yeah he was there with him and working it all out with the batman but i feel like they gave they didn't give him enough credit like he should at least solve um some of the riddles by himself and i mean the reason why he he became commissioner why he was he he was actually a very good detective if you look at batman the long halloween he he actually teaches on um, batman a lot of um, detective techniques and cop techniques and he even told him like hey you know if you're really gonna do this ben vigilante thing you're gonna have to learn a thing or two about detective work that came from directly from the comics so and they were so inspired by that comic so therefore i don't understand why you know they didn't have him be a little bit more smart on hope we see more of him definitely i know they canceled the gotham pd spin-off show on hbo and now it's going to be arkham which i'm kind of excited for that but Hopefully we see more Jeffrey Wrights as Commissioner Gordon and stuff. Because I think he did an excellent job. And But everyone in this movie did an excellent job at acting. Like I don't think there was one person I can think of that I, I thought was bad. Colin Farrell. I never really liked Colin Farrell ever. And I thought he did pretty good. I do feel like he went a little bit too. He sounded a little bit too much like robert de niro but his if he was trying to be robert de niro he did it perfectly i mean that was the best impression of robert de niro ever and like we didn't know that was colin Farrell. i bet a lot of people probably be thinking that that was robert de niro in a you know penguin mask but he, i mean he did great his acting was great so even someone that i do not like that he did great acting and everyone on this film did it it, it was good so this was inspired by a lot of the movie Seven and how the kill on the riddle on is and how he's much More deranged and and more of a cycle, more of a evil serial killer than just a goofy guy who likes puzzles. And I never really been a big fan of the riddle I I just always thought he wasn't all that interesting as a villain. Paul Dano's performance, like every every time I see him, is always great. And I just kind of wish. When he was more collective and more calm and he had that really deep force and, you know, that um, Zodiac force, I think he was much more terrifying like that. But then when he gets, like, kind of, when him and Batman meets at Arkham, he, when Batman, like, I can't quite remember what Batman said, but he goes off and he starts making these high-pitched noises. And at the time I am watching the film, I did not know that Matt Reed's, had cast paul as the villain because he liked his performance as brian wilson the the band leader of the beach boys and he was the main guy who created up the music and, and he was death in one ear so like a lot of times he would make these high pitched noises so that he can hear and stuff and a lot of death people do that but the riddle isn't death so it made no sense for him to do that so like to me like i said there was times that i really loved his his version of the, of the riddle on but then when he started going all crazy and and stuff it kind of reminds me more of the jim carrey funny silly you know it was great in batman forever or batman robin i can't quite remember. I think it was batman forever but whatever it, it just to me it just wasn't it didn't felt right in this movie with the more realism and more darker tone to it everything else about the riddle i really loved and so um one of the best thing about this film was the cinematography and the cinematographer is greg fraser he done Dune, which if you go again go back to my um dune review you i talk a lot about the cinematography and how great it was and greg fraser i think is becoming everyone's favorite cinematographer nowadays and and we hear about that tunnel scene Where actually it was practical effects. And no CGIs were used for that. And and Batman just like beating the shit out of these guys shooting at him. And all the only light that is in this um, hallway. Is coming from the machine guns when they fire at Batman. And Batman beats him down and and the light goes away. And it was one of the best scenes ever. And, And there was so many great shots. Camera angles and camera shots that was just so great I mean I think this is gonna be a movie like Dune that some kids like oh my god I want camera and one could become a cinematographer um yeah Greg Fraser is, is my favorite cinematographer now <laughs> also he did um what we talked about Dune he did Rogue One you know the tunnel scene with Vader in that now we seen which we saw that something similar to each one of his movies that he worked on seems like he really put his own stamp into a lot of these scenes and he also did scenes in the mandalorian so that's pretty cool but yeah this is like a, one of those perfect examples of cinematography movies with great camera work in it the production design throughout this whole movie like there was scenes of the like the dark alleyways and that part when they go to the Riddleons, him and the Batman and Jim Gordon go to the Riddle, and I think it was the, the orphan, um, orphan, orphan, I can't even say the building for the orphans, the old building, and it was like um, he paint the Riddle painted. The question mark all over this doors with green paint and stuff and reminds me so much like all these the set designs and stuff mind me a lot of Arkham Asylum the video game and where you can go through all these dark alleys and very narrow make you feel kind of claustrophobic and stuff and I think the production sign was really good as I said in the review this actually was supposed to be in the Ben Affleck's movie Tune that's more grittier on dark of gotham and i think this is probably one of the best representation of gotham we got in a long time because like in the dark night and the dark night rises to me it just felt like new york or something or chicago it was just so happened to be at nighttime. that was it that's that's all it felt like where like you know in the tim Burton batman it felt more gothic and something that came out more from the comics now with the snyder stuff and you know ben affleck they didn't really get to explore it very much so we never really got to see gotham all that much so we can't really say it's better than batman vs superman or Justice League because we now really got to see Gotham in that I like I said I really hope we see Ben Affleck's and and there has been rumors about how there's gonna be reshoot. that's why all the movies now are being delayed to put Ben Affleck and the Snyder Balls stuff along with Henry Cavill as Superman because The Flash was supposed to originally kill off the or end the Snyder Balls, and now they did reshoots to start it back up again so Hopefully those rumors are true, and we get to see that. Now, the soundtrack was very good. The music was eerie. It was kind of creepy at times. It was perfect for a Batman film. Although I do feel like the main theme, the main Batman theme, and that re-edit, I guess, remixed version of Nirvana's cover of the beatles something was used a little too much it was like in the last jedi where they kept using luke's and the force theme over and over and over again it's like why even have john williams come in to to make more music when you just reuse the same music over and over again was there anything for john Williams in 2 with the last jedi probably not but no no it was actually really good and like i said with the dark gritty grim set design and the cinematography it really set the the tone and the mood of this batman film very well and like i said i i'm i'm okay if this is the future of batman and i like how everything is looking so far so one of my biggest problems is even though they were influenced by batman year one they said it in year two and not quite sure why they did that like we see batman like still struggling with some batman stuff there was this really cool scene where he he's being chased by the cops And he goes up all the way up to the top of the building and he's about to fly down. But you can kind of see that he's very novice, that he hasn't had to do that yet, you know. And so, I mean, well, what have you been doing two years? He never had to run away from the cops at this point or run away from some people or has to fly down. I mean, that's pretty, you know, Batman, you know, that's a staple of Batman's techniques and stuff. You know, we always see that. I mean, it's like us going to be watching the Obi-Wan TV show and you see Vader having trouble learning how to force choke people. I'm like, eh, no, he knows how to do it. He already done it to Padme in an episode three. He, he can already do it. Why would he not be able to do it now? You know, it's like, well, this is a year or two. He's still learning, blah, blah but he had a lot of it down. And year one, whether well, night not you, you go and buy the comic book Batman year one or Batman the Long Halloween, you know? Because that shows his, his early days as well. It just was weird that he hits scared too. Um, there was like a scene towards. Well actually there was one scene at the beginning. Where we false meet Alfred. Played by Annie Salkis. Who I think does a pretty good job as Alfred. They kind of get in the argument. And Bruce Wayne says or Batman whatever. Says well you're not my dad. I, I felt that was really off. Um, Year two Batman. Where he's supposed to be in his tw- oneies or something and he'd been being raised by Alfred, for the past good 10 years, if not more, you know, like that made no sense to me. To me, that was a conversation that should have happened in year one or even way before that. That was kind of weird. They said that to me. Then there was a scene at the end after Alfred gets blown up, and yes, he does get blown up, just like how Batman gets blown up on um, point blank and never even does he even die. I'm like, so he can get blown up in this place you can get shot and killed with one shot but if you get blown up it's okay we got special blow blow up band-aids i don't know how batman or alfred even survived the time they got blown up but yeah anyways afro gets blown up he's in the hospital and they him and bruce wayne had this heart and heart talk and again i feel like this would this should have been a conversation they would have had before year two so i mean it just again this what really um, made me not say that this was a 10 out of 10 batman movie or this was an epic masterpiece like a lot of people it made no sense whatsoever that a lot of these things are happening in year two and not in year one i i just don't know and i haven't really um looked at many reviews listened to any interviews with Matt Reeds or anyone from the film to to see why they decided to do that I mean I, I don't know my only thing was that like I guess because they wanted the riddle and they're so bad but like the riddle is too much of a big time you know mainstream villain and so he needs to be a, a year two Batman to be able to take him on as a villain and Not where year one it would be more of a to me like call my fight like Falcone or Sam Maroney is one of those mom bosses like I said I really did like this movie and there's a lot of great things about it and like I said if this is a direction that DC and Warner Brothers wants to go down when it comes to the batman and that's cool i i think we are i think it's gonna be pretty good and i'm happy i'm happy with it but i really would like to see a ben affleck's batman movie and if it just has to be an hbo um, max only thing then that's cool i mean at least we got to see batman ben affleck's batman but i am excited about the arkham spinoff from the batman and not really i don't really care about the penguin one because i'm just tired of seeing the penguin really hope that they start using new you know batman villains i mean i want to see man bat i want to see professional pig i think with this more dark and psychological thrill type i think professional pig could easily work i'd like to see manhattan there's so many people i like to see but of course people just like oh let's see um mr freeze and um bane and poison ivy and but did you like it leave your opinion in comment and what was your favorite scene what you liked about what you didn't like about it make sure you like and subscribe so that you don't miss any of my videos and make sure you look in the description for a lot of cool stuff like the geeking around network website my um star wars web comic whole bunch of cool stuff in there i see you next time bye